Welcome to the Harnessing Happiness podcast. Upbeat vibes generated and transferred to you. Now here's your host, Sarah J. Naylor. Hi, it's Sarah J. Naylor here and welcome to my first ever podcast of Harnessing Happiness. Yay, it's great to be here and to be sharing my take on the world with you and obviously with my guests as well that are busily getting lined up to share their take on the world in terms of happiness and their perspective and what makes them happy too because I want to share with you all nuggets and inspiration and motivation and an understanding how by shifting your mindset and how you experience the world and recognising where you're at, how you can live a happier, healthier life. I just want to do my bit, really. Um, so, who am I? I am many things, really. I'm, I'm a mum. I've got a son of nearly 23. Um, I was a single parent for many years as well. Went self-employed at the height of the recession in 2009 in recruitment. I've got a background in recruitment. I'm a coach. I've got a fabulous partner. We do great things together. Cycling, swimming, open water swimming. Uh, We go running together and do trail running. I love being outdoors. What else can I tell you? I love working with clients on a coaching scale. And just basically all around me, I love supporting and encouraging people to be their true authentic selves. And that's about understanding and accepting who you are, what you are, embracing all your kinks, your foibles, whatever it is that makes you tick, as long as it's ecologically sound um, and doesn't hurt anybody else. But it's important for you to be you. And when you are, you're happier. You are far happier. And it's not just that. It's your mindset. It's how you think. There are so many topics that I am going to run through and past you over the coming weeks and months and years, hopefully, um, as you all listen and embrace and subscribe to my podcast and listen on a regular basis. So I'm really, really excited. Um, So what else can I tell you about me? If I go back in my life, particularly to the last 16 years, and how I have changed so much myself, which is why I know personally that change is possible how by recognizing where you're at and what needs to change and by thinking about things in a completely different way you can really make huge changes in your life yes it takes practice and it takes consistent practice to notice things and to put different routines into place And as you do so, it becomes more familiar. It's that sort of linking up the neural pathways um, and reworking your your mind. Because at the end of the day, the brain is very much like um, a computer. And, you know, we can change the program. We can rewrite the program. We can rewire the brain. Once we recognise what it is that we want to change, we can rewire it. And that's what I've done over the last 16 years particularly, although on reflection I've recognised the tools and techniques that I've used over the years as well. So I just want to share that upbeat energy of mine, um, that positive focus. I want to share with you some real life scenarios that have happened in my life in the past. I'm quite open, I'm transparent, what's happening to me right now and how gratitude and affirmations and how 
good practice can bring about that sort of happy feel, um, that mindset, because I'll be honest with you, I'm 95% of the time, I'm happy. And why is that? Because of my mindset, I view everything in the now, I recognise what's gone in the past, I look at what's happened in the past, I change my perspective on things and I don't drag that with me. I have lots and lots of exciting plans for the future and this being one of them, so with this it's very, very exciting and I put my energy into things that I love doing. Um, yes, there are things obviously I have to do that I don't necessarily enjoy doing along the way. Those are part and parcel of the challenges that come with running a house, running a life, running your business. Um, I, you know, I've got a recruitment business, I've got a coaching practice, I've got a YouTube channel, I've written a book which is Shining a Light on You, How to Manifest Your Dream Job. I've turned that into an online course and with all of that that I've done, there have been challenges along the way. But those challenges I've wanted to embrace because I've been excited about what I've been creating. Now, if I was having to do those because it was something I didn't enjoy doing, it would be a completely different matter. So it's about aligning yourself with what you enjoy doing. It's about focusing on what you enjoy doing. And if there are things in your life that you don't enjoy doing, it's about changing that. That's as simple as it is. I am aware that those things that sound simple can be major in their undertaking. It's about stepping into that truth of yours. It's about stepping into and believing in yourself. I'll go back, as I started to allude to go back, into a little bit of my backstory, my life story. 16 years ago, I left my ex-husband. We'd been together 20 years and I was a single parent. I'd got a son of six and suddenly I was embracing life on my own. I suddenly found myself without, well, I had no social life. I hadn't had a social life for six years, but I found myself back at my parents in my old bedroom, in the house I'd been born in and sharing it with my son and having to embark on a whole new life. But I saw it as my opportunity for a second stab at life, you know, and creating it in the way I want to run it this time. And I went on a whole journey of discovery, really, from taking on board what my mum had said to me at the time was don't, don't you know say yes to every invitation which is what I did and found myself sort of up at various places and being entertained by my parents and their friends to events that I was invited to that then didn't happen and I was left back on the sofa at home with my parents watching the television but I would shift my perspective even back then and go okay well how can I make the most of this what I had planned, what I thought I was going to do, it's not happened. So what can I do instead? How can I change this? How can I make this work for me? And that's the power. It's shifting that perspective. And that is something that I have embraced throughout all of my life. And as I say on reflection, I've noticed more and more. So back then, you know, I would think, well, I can do this because I can't do that. That is enabling me to read a book, have a conversation with a friend I might not have been able to speak to because I was out. Um, it may have given me the opportunity to do some housework or do, you know, clean a drawer out or, you know, trim my nails or paint my nails. You know, it's anything, you know, it's looking at things that you can do instead of what you can't do. Because when you focus on the stuff that you can't do, it just gets frustrating. Now, Here's another tip as well in terms of the way you think. The subconscious 
doesn't recognise a negative. So all those times you're saying, oh, I don't want to do this and I don't want to do that. It's about thinking about what you do want to do and reframing that word, that sentence accordingly. So, you know, I don't want to clean the house could become, I love it when the house is clean and tidy and the energy is flowing through it. So you see what I'm doing. I'm looking at a positive statement instead. Maybe it's, I don't like my job. Well, all the time you say you don't like your job, it just sends negative stuff into you and it keeps you where you are because all you're attracting back to you is what you don't like and it gives bad vibes. So it's about, well, I love my job. Even even if you're fooling yourself, because then you'll attract the right things to you. I mean, I'm going to talk about more of this in more detail over the coming episodes, but I just wanted to give you some sort of flavour of what's to come of my mindset, my perspective, and what I'm grateful for and everything that you think of on a positive basis. I love getting up in the morning. Well, let's be honest. Yes, do I love getting up in the morning? Yes, I do. I, I do actually rather like waking up slowly and lying there and just savouring that sort of stillness and that peacefulness and that processing my own thoughts. And it's getting out of your way. That's something else I'm going to go into in a bit more detail. Not now, but about how you can observe your thoughts and change your thoughts and reprogram your mindset and how you can change that so you've not got that chimp chatter going on in your mind I keep on going on about it it's about seeing the positive and everything and when you do you live a lot happier life you really genuinely do I mean I could flip my current life on its head and give you all the negative slants and you'd be going oh my gosh really oh my lord oh my how is she staying so happy because to me there is no reason to look at the negatives because whatever it is you focus in on, it gets bigger. So if you decide you don't like something and you keep going, I don't like it, I don't like it, you're radiating this negative out and it becomes bigger, it becomes more of a monster in the room. But when you are shifting your focus to what you do like instead and going, I love this, I thoroughly enjoy doing this. And this is what this podcast to me is, I, I love sharing my energy and my enthusiasm with everybody I meet, everybody that crosses my path. And I work very intuitively. I work very instinctively. I, I think on my feet and what drops in. So apologies if you think I'm rambling. Do you know what? That's me. Things come into my mind. I get passionate. I get excited and I love sharing it. And I love raising you know, people's vibrational frequency so that you, you, you're feeling good and you're feeling better. And I'm hoping with some of the things that I talk about, there'll be some nuggets in there. There'll be some stuff that you go, hey, yeah, that really resonates with me. Even if it doesn't, that you will pick up on that, that vibe, that energy. So I will always be upbeat. And that is how I am, as I've mentioned, about 95% of the time. I have my down days. I'll be honest. Um, but do you know what? I recognise what they look like and I allow myself, I give myself that permission to have that sort of, sort of, oh gosh, because I know that I will kick myself back into touch because there's so much to do in life. There's so much to embrace. You know, wherever you are and whatever you do and whatever situation you are in at the moment, however, awful it might be, there is always going to be something from that. There'll be some learning. There'll be something that you can take away, whether it's a, a story you, and you can share with other people of how you've overcome that sort of challenge. 
And this is something that I will talk to coming guests about, you know, where have they used their positive mindset in their lives? You know, how have they applied it to overcome challenges? How is it that they focus what tips that they have for everybody to share? Because, you know, the more we can think in a positive mindset, the happier the world will be. We'll radiate out that warmth, that vibrant energy that is so positive that it's infectious. Isn't that great? Wouldn't you be rather surrounded by really good, feel-good vibes than in a room with everybody that brings you down, that criticises you, that pulls you down? It's about changing yourself to attract those people into your lives. If you're enjoying the Harnessing Happiness podcast, there are plenty of free resources available for download at sarahjnaylor.com, where you can also find out more about her ape mindset. It's all about acceptance, perspective, and energy. Just visit sarahjnaylor.com. i tell you what I will share with you right now. My ape mindset. Now, this is a mindset methodology um, philosophy that I coined as a direct result of the pandemic, the COVID pandemic, um, as my life was really turned upside down and everything that I had and I was working within stopped. And yeah, it was a little bit scary. And the bottle of wine didn't really help. And I then decided to pivot and focus my energies on things that I could do rather than dwell upon all the things that suddenly stopped that generated an income for me. As I did, I built up a YouTube channel and I connected with a lot of amazing people and interviewed them for my YouTube channel and instigated a lot of things that I'd been wanting to do. This was an opportunity to stop doing what I had been doing predominantly to focus in on what I really, really was excited about doing. In reflection, 12 months later, as the world, I say getting back to normal, what is normal? (laughs) What is normal? Who knows what normal is? However, it was as I reflected back and I realised how and what I'd been doing that I then coined this um, methodology, which is my ape mindset methodology. Now, ape is acceptance, perspective and energy. So it's an acronym. And I also wanted that acronym, it was to ape, ape what I've done, so to copy me. So I wanted to use the word in two different ways. And I will talk about it in a lot more detail on another podcast. But essentially, it's about accepting what you can and you can't change, shifting your perspective and then directing your energy accordingly. And when you apply that methodology to absolutely anything it really does make a huge difference. As I say, I will discuss that in another episode that will be um, recorded and delivered further down the line. But I just wanted to introduce you to that concept in its um, simplistic form, because I believe it's really, really powerful. So look out for that coming and look out for more information, more another podcast on that in more detail. And obviously podcasts with guests, fingers crossed, you will get some nuggets of inspiration from my musings, my ramblings, my take on life, because what I plan to do as well is is record things that pop into my head. As I say, I work very intuitively. I work very instinctively and I love to give fresh off the cuff sort of examples rather than 
scrolling through loads of things that might have happened to come up with something that you might be interested in. I love fresh energy. And in fact, talking of fresh energy, I, um, I've been doing on a personal level lots of one-to-one training just recently with a really fantastic uh, athletics coach called Rob Beers. And um, he's been teaching me how to, to run better and which has been an interesting exercise. So for years, I've been what they call a heel striker, which means I've been running with my heel down first, which is how I thought I was supposed to run. 15 years I've been running this way, not realising I've been putting the brake on every time (laughs) I've been running. Now, look, Hussein Bolt or any of those Mo Farah or anybody in athletics has nothing to worry from me. Rest assured, I'm not going to be challenging anybody for anything. However, I have always loved doing things that are fitness related. Right from being at school, I used to play hockey and netball and run and do things. And then latterly played squash and tennis and went to aerobics. I was there in the aerobics era in the 1980s with those leg warmers on, doing the Jane Fonda, feeling good, looking good, feeling fit, whatever it was, she said. I've been there. I've done that. I've had the headband. I've had the leg warmers. I've had the thong leotard. Yes, I've had the thong leotard. I don't wear one now. And <laughs> I started running about 15 years ago. I'm just running home from work. And then I've done, a, I think I've done three half marathons. So nothing to, nothing really to write home about. However, I'm a great advocate of the park run. I love my park run. Um, and I really got into that three years ago. And I've done my 50 park runs. I think I'm probably up to about 57, 58 park runs now. And I've just started volunteering too. For anybody who doesn't know the park run, it happens on a Saturday morning all over the world. It's a free event. It's absolutely amazing. It's a 5K run. People run it on their own. You've got people doing it really, 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 really fast. And you've got other people walking it. You've got people running it with prams, with children, with dogs, with friends on their own. It's just brilliant and it's a great start to a Saturday morning and that really does fill you full of feel-good vibes because there's a camaraderie. People are outdoors, you're getting nature, you're getting fresh air, you're getting exercise, you're meeting up, you're chatting, you're having a coffee, you're catching up with people. There's such a great community feel to it. I started running it and I got up to a PB of 30.55, I think it was, 30 minutes, 55 seconds of doing 5k. And then it was downhill from there. And then we've had COVID and then some and then some and then some. So anyway, with the training with Rob, I am now hoping to get my PB back down to around the 30.55. Although he tells me that he's going to get me sub 30 minutes, which would be brilliant. But here's the thing. My fitness levels are improving and, you know, I'm going out in all weathers to train. I've, I've trained in the sunshine when it's been really hot. I've trained in the rain but that that I always actually I like the rain or should I say I like a damper atmosphere because I wear glasses you can't see me I wear glasses and um, they steam up (laughs) and I can't see when it gets too wet and I get too hot and they get too steamy however at least I have a guide I can see it's just great because you're filling your lungs full of fresh air and you're expanding them and just through the being trained to run properly. It's making me fitter as a result. Obviously, I'm using my feet more productively, using my arms more productively. I'm doing some great warm-up exercises, some training exercises. 
yeah, in time, I will get that PB down. But do you know what? It doesn't really, really matter. It's the taking part. It's the fun. It's the enjoyment. And I just love it. I just wanted to share my passion for the part run. And this is what I want to do whilst I'm recording. Just use ordinary examples to demonstrate how I've changed my life or can change my life or you can change your life. I mean, it would be great to hear from you. I mean, it'd be lovely if you all subscribe who are listening. Subscribe to my channel. I'll be releasing content every week. Um, Subscribe or follow. It depends on which platform you're on. But if you've got anything that you wanted addressing to discuss and how can I look at the happy side of this, that would be great to hear. If you think of things from a positive perspective and what you can learn, whatever those challenges might be, however, you don't have to be that anymore. You you can change. And it's making those small shift changes and with a consistent approach that brings about the biggest changes of all. And as I say, in the last 16 years, my life has changed from that of being married and having absolutely no social life of my own to an incredibly vibrant social life and being me and embracing all that being me actually entails and to continually get excited about life and to really embrace that and and surround myself as I am with amazing people. I, I cannot even start to tell you how many incredible people I've got in my life from my family and my friends and the network of people that are so incredibly positive and supportive and energetic because that's what I've chosen for myself. I eliminate those negative words from my dialogue when I spot myself using them. I just love being around positive people and if I come across anybody with a negative slant I extract myself because the only person that you can change is yourself and your behaviour and your mindset and your thoughts, your words, your actions. You can't force anybody else to change. But if you want to bring about changes, you have to look to yourself. And sometimes those people that you may find frustrating are perhaps reflecting something back to you that you need to change within yourself. It doesn't mean to say you have to accept their behaviour, but how you experience how they are will change. And whether that's electing to change how you respond and how you respond will then impact on how they behave... This is another subject altogether, which I will get into. I've got some amazing coach friends and contacts that I want to and will be interviewing um, that we can have vibrant discussions around this. will be really, really interesting for you to listen to. So, yes, I've been talking for a good length of time now and I am going to bid you all farewell for now. But please do subscribe or whatever it is you do on your podcast channel. Um, I would love for you to join me. I'd love to hear from you, in fact, if you get the opportunity to contact me. Uh, my website um, is Sarah J, and that's J for Joanne, but we don't have the full Joanne there. It's sarahjnaylor.com. My email address is hello at sarahjnaylor.com. It would be great to hear from you. I'd really love to hear your thoughts and your feedback if you get chance, if you'd like. And if you've got any questions or anything you'd like to bring to me to sort of discuss in my ramblings and uh, you know join in the fun so harnessing your happiness i want you to harness your happiness because the happiness is there it's within you you've got it you've got it in abundance if you choose to uh, focus in on it so take care thank you for listening and see you next time thanks for listening to the harnessing happiness podcast with sarah j naylor if you took value from the content please follow the show on your podcast app and to find out more about sarah's ape mindset visit sarahjnaylor.com that's sarahjnaylor.com